What are you watching? <laughs> We're back, ladies and gentlemen. What a show we had. We had Kyle Dunnigan. And now, uh, I've talked about how Kyle Dunnigan often follows me in the main room. This lady, I mean, lights up the room in the main room on Friday and Saturday nights whenever she's in town. I love following her. Uh, she's from Georgia. She's a peach. She's Sarah Tiana, ladies and yeah. gentlemen. Yeah. By the way, Sarah also is uh, one of the writers and performers on Roast Battle. Yes. And of course, Reno 911 and, uh, and and White Trash what? Oh, I don't know. Noir? Is yeah, White Trash noir? noir. Oh, wow. They really dug deep for that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. All right. Sure. <laughs> Why not? I didn't mean to embarrass you. But <laughs> no, no. It, 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 was, it was a movie. Yeah, it wasn't a bad, it wasn't a oh, Skinamax movie. Oh, that's not Pornhub like, or anything. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. no, no, no. I couldn't do anything like that. No, no, no. I'd be terrified. I can't oh, even. Oh, my God. Well, so, uh, you just got off work. From I did. Nashville. Yeah, so I'm writing on a show right now. I'm the head writer on a show called Nashville Squares, which is, uh, you know, Hollywood Squares, but Nashville version. It's going to oh. be on CMT coming up this uh, fall, I guess. I'm not really sure when it comes out, but yeah, so very fun. Writing a lot of fun jokes. Now, is it shot in Nashville? It's shot here. Oh, it's shot here? <laughs> yeah. For Nashville. For CMT, so oh. yes. Yeah, which well, I, I used to work for the Gaylords, their newspaper, uh -huh. uh, the Daily Oklahoma. And, and, and they own the Nashville network. I don't okay. know if they sold it or not. But. Like Gaylord Opry? Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Where the Goo Goo Cluster came from. Huh? Grand Ole Opry, that's what a Goo Goo Cluster is. Oh, uh, well. There you go. Is <laughs> <laughs> a Goo Goo Cluster just something you make in your pants at your age? That's probably. Uh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. These are the kinds of questions, these are the kind of jokes that I, yeah, well, doesn't, it's okay. Well what, well, what I'm getting at is I remember what how tremendously popular Hollywood Squares was. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with Paul Lind in the middle. Yeah. So who's going to play the, the gay country western guy that gets all the laughs in the middle? Oh, yeah, I don't know who that would be. Yeah, we don't have any of the squares yeah. really filled yet, but yeah, we'll, we'll try to find somebody that gay was, enough but, for but, Nashville. But, but Paul Lind, I mean, he was the, he was the okay. show. Is he available? Uh, you might have to channel him, but he'd love a buckaroo. Yeah. We'd love to get Dolly, somebody like that. She'd oh, yeah, be a great course. center square, but I don't know. I don't really know. I know she tried to do Dollywood squares oh, she did. a while back, but I don't know if that ever went. So maybe she's like yeah. not into the <laughs> Nashville. Well, when did you uh, start doing the writing itself? Because you're stand-up. Yeah, so I started, uh, I actually didn't know I would get into the writing side. I. I, uh, I used to run a show in town called The Unknown Theater, uh -huh. which is kind of was where the goddamn comedy jam started. Yeah. That was our theater. It was like this old warehouse on Santa Monica Boulevard, and yeah. we did shows on Sundays. It was $5 to get in, and you got free beer with your $5. Really? Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. Yeah, I know. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't the 80s, so you weren't drinking then. But uh, it was a... Uh, uh, from there, that's where I met Jeff Ross. He would come in and practice all of his roast jokes. And I would let him go up all the time. And then um, I saw him at a party, you know, months later. And I was like, what's the next roast you're doing? And he told me. And I said, what's your email? And he gave it to me. And I just would not stop emailing him jokes. Roast jokes? <laughs> yeah, would, I just Would he tell you who he wanted it on? Yeah, he told me who he was roasting, so all day, every day, I would just send him jokes, and finally, after weeks of that, he was like, all right. <laughs> 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 and he said, you can come over and um, 
and write jokes with me and some of my friends who are uh, writing for the, the Sheen Roast. And I remember going over... The Charlie was, Sheen Roast? Yes, I remember I, go, I went over and it was Matt, Maddie Edgar and Tony Hinchcliffe and Jeff. And they were all sitting around a table and they were trying to figure out what the first joke would be. And Jeff wanted it to be this like big quote, like this like like a quote from like Caesar or from Rome. And I was like, why don't you just say like friends, Romans, uh, countrymen, lend Mike Tyson your ears. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> he loved that, and I got to stay. <laughs> and I, he was like, I don't know how to pay. I was like, you don't have to pay me. Just remember me for a job. And a few months later, he got a show called The Burn on Comedy Central, and he remembered me for that job. And that was my first writing job. And then from now, from then on, I was a writer. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, of course, Jeff uh, Ross is America's roast master at all these. Yes, and America's sweetheart as well, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> he's a lovely, he's a very beautiful lady. He's an heir apparent to Don Rickles. Yes, yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> Don't tell Don that. Yeah. <laughs> no, yes. Well, uh, so you kind of went from there to actually being a roast battle. Because to me, yeah. you were always sweet and bright right. and sharp. I never thought of you as a roast no, battle me neither. person. <laughs> I never wanted to do it. Yeah. I would go in and they, they would ask me to judge because uh, I had experience writing roast jokes. And yeah. so I would go in and judge. And like all the judges were always mean to everybody. And I would always be like, well, I mean, if you just took this word out and the joke is it works, or if you just switch the the punchline and the setup, it's a better joke. And right. I, I was giving notes. I wasn't giving uh, criticism, so to speak, yeah. on like what they look like. And so at, the, <laughs> at that point, like Brian was like, I really think you should you should try it. And I was like, no, 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 no. I don't want to try don't it. Don't you like, really, this person's going to hate me if yeah, I roast like, them. Yeah, I was like, I don't want to be mean. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm more of a constructive criticism kind of person. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and so finally, they convinced me to do it. and. Uh, and from then on, I, I like won the first one, and then I just never lost until like <laughs> for two years. It was like kind of wow. crazy. I was like, I never, I, I, you know, whenever I would write a roast joke, my and still to this day, like I, when I write a joke about you, I'm trying to impress you. I'm not trying to hurt your feelings. Right. I want you to love the joke about. You. I want you to want it for your act. Right. So <laughs> that's kind of like how I made my name, and I think because um, I have a, a sweet demeanor and personality yeah. when I. Say Said something horrific. <laughs> it came off as like a little bit more shocking. <laughs> and I like, didn't like Betty White. Yeah, I guess yeah, so. Yeah. Like I don't think anybody anticipated the things that I would say, yeah. and so it kind of worked. And then I think when you write roast jokes too, very much like the way you write your joke, like anything, any kind of topical reference yeah. is always really important. Like I remember roasting Ralphie Mae. At the time, we were pitching the show for HBO. Yeah. They, uh, Comedy Central had not picked it up, and we were pitching the show for HBO, and Russell Simmons was going to be there, and like all these huge people. And so they were like, well, you and Ralphie do a roast. And me and Ralphie, I always say, Ralphie and I have a lot in common. We both grew up 60 miles apart. We have the same birthday. And just like him, I assumed I would marry a shitty comic, too. So I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like sure. And at the time, um, uh, the Ray Rice incident in and the NFL oh, had yeah, just happened. Oh yeah, the elevator thing. Yeah, so I was, I said, you know, Ralphie reminds me a lot of Ray Rice. You know, he's not an athlete, but no one wants to be on an elevator with him either. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> like, it was just like it was kind of easy from then on out. <laughs> yeah, it kind of made my name. Well, now, did any of the uh, either the attitude or the material make it over into your stand-up act? 
No, I'm not. I think it's what, that's what's interesting is like a lot of people will come to my shows expecting me to roast everybody, and I'm no. not like that. Like I because I, I, I'll, I'll hear you from backstage, yeah, and I don't hear you being viperous at all. <laughs> no, you know, I mean, you're you're still sweet, Sarah. Yeah, yeah, uh, I don't. I uh, I don't. I don't. I mean, you're schizophrenic, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> don't tell everybody, Argus. Uh, no, I'm not. Yes, I am. Uh, yeah, I uh, no, it doesn't really carry over. I talk more about my life and myself and uh, just kind of you're, like you're my, dating now. my standards. My dating? Yeah, your boyfriend? I have a boyfriend. Yeah, I've that's interesting. <laughs> yes, I mean, it's kind of weird saying that you have a boyfriend at 41. It's like my grandmother has a boyfriend and she's 95 and I'm like, <laughs> do you have a boyfriend? Or is it just like the person that's alive? At the end? <laughs> <laughs> so it's, kind of like, it's kind of weird to say that. And uh, But yeah, he's, uh, he's a good guy. I mean, he's a Patriots fan, so it's hard for me every day to kind of... <laughs> It feels like you know going into a relationship knowing he's a cheater. So that's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you want to keep him away from the Asian spas too. Yeah, yeah. I want to make sure. Yeah, he's not getting any massages before a big game. Yeah. Yeah. But I was just in uh, Kansas City this last weekend. We were doing this event called the Big Slick. I do a podcast with Rob Riggle called Riggle's Fix. It's on Spotify. Yeah. And uh, so I went to this big event. They do it's all the Kansas City guys. It's Paul Rudd, Jason Sudeikis, David. Keckner, Rob Riggle, and Eric Stone Street. So they, yeah. they raise they do this big fundraiser for Children's Mercy Hospital. And so Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey were at the show. They're wow. two of the biggest football players in the NFL right now. And uh, I was like, I think I'm going to roast uh, Travis Kelsey a little bit. Everybody keeps talking about Patrick Mahomes because he's like the big famous guy. Yeah, sure. But Kelsey's kind of the fun one. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to go, I'm going to say something about Kelsey. But this was all contingent on him still sitting there he was sitting in the very front couch right. of the event and i'm like if he leaves like this joke is screwed and right. as i'm they give me the mic and i see him going to walk out to go to the bathroom and i'm like oh god and i was just like i was like what am i gonna do and for some reason i said uh i i see travis kelsey leaving hopefully he's finally going to otas and that kind of just made the whole crowd excited because that's like a big thing that's been reported right yeah. now and yeah. He like came back around and sat down on the couch and I was like, you know, Travis Kelsey and I have a lot in common because um, we both gained 10 pounds this year. And uh, everybody just freaked out because that was like, and then I kind of just had them in my, so I didn't, ex that was a, an example of where like I didn't ex expect to be roasting anybody. Yeah, and then from there I was able to kind of go into my set. So I think the roasting helps me in situations within my set when I'm like, mm -hmm. you know, headlining a show, it kind of helps you in heckling situations, it helps you in, uh, un like if your feature's terrible, you know, like any kind of, like if you're just having to like take the pulse of the room for a second, right. it helps you in that situation. Well, uh, do you see yourself uh, producing or and starring in, in a show that you create on TV? I used to see myself starring in a show, and now that I'm older, I'm like, oh, let somebody else do that. Uh, so yeah, right now I'm developing a show that's. Because you've got of, executive producer written all over. Yeah, you. You really I do. think that I, uh, I feel like I'm really fit for that. I feel like. The more I think about my life, I start thinking about actresses that could play me yeah. uh, in a TV show. A uh, lot less work for me, and I can eat whatever I want. So <laughs> <laughs> much more my jam. So uh, yeah. We love her, and we're going to have her back as soon as we can. Sarah Tiana, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you. And we will be right back. One more time for Sarah Tiana. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.